0: Welcome to episode 88 of the Switch Mania Play cat The we've been
1: busy, sodes.
2: Yeah, lack of sleep. That's all I got. Very. <laughs> who was yeah. that? Who was that? Who was what? Who was that voice. Uh, that that was the majestic uh, voice that comes from your your body. That we've been busy, so who said that? Oh, oh, oh <laughs> Over yeah. Head. That, so that, that's J- JP. What? Yeah, uh, back. that's right.
1: I've come in. I've come in riding on the golden switch stallion. I'm back.
2: Our See.
0: special guests, uh <laughs> media influencers here, JP.
1: <laughs> oh, hey, you hey guys. Love what you're doing with the show.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Love you, show.
0: <laughs> love you, love you, Chef. Love you,
2: Chef. <laughs> oh, avid
0: listeners. <laughs> yes. Ironically, is like since JP's been on, we've had our direct and I changed our, our pictures on the uh, the website. Now I got to dig out JP's. But I think yeah, I'm, I'm perfect. Uh, <laughs> keep, keep getting even
1: busier than he already is.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, the, the customs. Customers are keeping us that way, too, because they have cool ideas for the website, and then it creates rabbit holes, or I'm like, oh, yep. yeah, it would be cool to be able to zoom out on the images. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then we did, and now it looks cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, so amazing. the we've been awesome. busy, the we've been busy, though, is that we are now... Two days into the series two launch, guys.
1: Yeah.
2: Fantastic. Oh my God. <laughs> it, it feels was... unreal to be at this point.
0: <laughs> it does. And I, I had to tell them, like, before we started recording, I had to turn off alerts on Shopify because I was getting so many pop ups that I couldn't do anything on my phone. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I was like, every time there was like a sales, it was like, I was just like trying to. Communicate in Discord, and I couldn't even go to the voice chat on the fifteenth because I had pop up, so many popups I couldn't click the little arrow. Like, <laughs> what the oh. heck? um Really awesome though. We, I absolutely, at least from my perspective, I let like JP and Barry talk, but like, I appreciate everybody's support. It has been overwhelming. It's been awesome, and it shows that what we're doing, guys, is connecting with people.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. I I think for me,
1: once again, like with series two, it's just proven that we are partnering with the right developers and digital publishers, because if you recall, I mean, with with Lauren and and with Evgeny uh, Pinkerator, who is the digital publisher for Pigeon Dev and Lauren, who's the developer for Super Blood Hockey. They're so passionate, and it shows because whenever we would post anything, talk about anything, there they are on social media. They are engaging with everyone that that's been supporting the physical releases, their digital titles. But they're always like retweeting. They're just talking, and I see that again with Cowcat Games, who's the the porter and digital publisher for um, Demon's tier plus and then with Matt uh, over at Robot Name Fight. They're doing the exact same thing, and that's you know, that's what our envision was always about is that we want to get and partner with people who are passionate about their games. And it's just been, that to me has just been awesome to see on top of like the, the, such a positive response we've been seeing from the community.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Goes to show to that. Um, like we said from day one, we've all said it is we're going slow because we want to make every release. We do a big deal, right? Definitely. Like, Like, I mean, we saw, I mean, it's E3 week. We've seen all the companies jumping through and, like, lightning fast, showing all these awesome game releases, like, boom, 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 boom. And it's like, okay, well, I know we talked with a few of those developers. Like, we would have focused on them for, like, half a year. (laughs) Like, they're getting 15 (laughs) seconds with the other companies. Like, okay, you got 15 seconds. Yeah, it's a game. Okay, go put it on yourself, and it's gone. Ours, like... We're going to, we only got two games. We're going to be talking about Robin name Fighting Demons tier so we're blue and red in the face because both games have blue and red aesthetics. Um, <laughs> but, but then even when they ship out, it's like, all right, it's patch time. Let's do some challenges. Like, and the developers are on along, all along the way. Like, my goodness. Yeah. Harry, what do you think about that? <laughs>
2: I mean, this whole thing has been great, uh, to just go to E3. Like you were mentioning, like I, I compiled lists of like every game shown off. And when I went back through, like, I couldn't remember half of them because like, it was just so many. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I hate when developers, they put their heart and soul into a game and then it's just lost in the crowd. So I think it's great that we give the developers their time to shine. Uh, yep. since we, <laughs> you know, I've been, did our direct, I've been talking with the developers of both games, uh, did some interviews, uh, really awesome people. Got to know them a little bit better, and makes me definitely prouder that we're putting out their games because they definitely mm-hmm. deserve it. There's the passion there behind, you know, behind the veil, and uh, just from from launching, you know, we our customers are just phenomenal. Just when we did the the live launch with the live Q and A, people were in there and just chilling with us and hanging out, and and Discord and and Twitter and, and all that. Like it's just been. Just blowing up. Uh, even as we're recording this now, people are are talking in there and showing off yep. collections and stuff. And I love that. I love that interactivity. And I love just the passion behind other people and, and the fact that their understanding of what we're doing and they're appreciative of what we're doing and that we're we're bringing out these games. But it's not just we're bringing out the games as is. We're doing the different art pieces for everything, and we're we're doing the challenge patches, and we we do slip covers, and we're just trying to make them really cool packages for everybody. And I love that people are responding to that and people are appreciative of that. And that's awesome,
0: Barry, as JP has said before, they don't even know because they haven't gotten to hold the steel books yet. Yes. I'm just saying like the, they haven't gotten to hold and touch and see the strategy guides in hand yet. Like, like the the, the way people were amazed by the slipcases and the sleeves, like it's, (laughs) <laughs> <The> next
2: <laughs> level, man. The, the best is yet to come.
0: Yeah, I mean that's you
1: that's let's
2: too, as you're
0: saying this.
1: <laughs> I mean that that's why it is, is because we're not just doing. I mean, we've already said we're not doing steel books with every release. A lot of times they're going to be reserved when we do the the one deluxe in a series. So if you think about it, I mean, it's not going to be that many steel books you know, in the beginning, but every single one is going to be special. And we're never doing a steelbook where it's like, ah, oh, here's the logo, maybe, like, a little bit of art in the inside, and that's it. I mean, we literally take it and and say, this is our steelbook. Like, it has to be as special as we would want it. And that's why, you know, Erica just did a phenomenal job, which everybody who pre-ordered at least the retro without the deluxe attached to it are going to be getting it in next week or, you know, week after so, depending on where you live. But, I mean, she she put like so much effort into this and it just shows and what she's doing now for robot name fight is going to be the same the same expectation where it's just it just blows your mind and you go wow like they really take the steel book seriously it's not just and an like, add on
0: item all of our items i have a heavy hand in every single piece like i am doing massive overhauls on like the manuals or the slipcase the sleeves the cd like like uh, the cd d- sleeves the, yep. even the comic like that was drawn by sean daly for uh super blocky but i'm heavily involved in doing all the editing erica was 100 the steelbook like i yeah. did not do any modifications on that that was all erica <laughs> like it's amazing
1: yeah and, and, and definitely not diminishing any any of the other pieces because like right now i'm holding the super blood hockey comic that we'll talk about in a minute and It's amazing. It's just like every piece that we do, when you lay it all out, I look and I go, wow, I can't believe this is all coming out of our releases. And there's just so many different art pieces, so many different physical items that, you know, it, it goes back, Jeff, I mean, you had it right when you say modern retro done right because to me this is exactly how i used to feel when i would buy a
0: super nintendo game or an nes game you open up like like i'm looking on our page man and it's hilarious like i just have the the front page open on my screen like while we're talking and it's like you see the first three the release one release two and the upgrade but i see super blood hockey there are seven items all different artwork on all seven items. And then yep. you have the NES sleeve, which is an eighth piece with different artwork. So you have eight pieces all of there I'm like, look at, I'm like, man, there's Paul. There's, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's Sean Daly. There's another Sean Daly. There's a uh, Erica one. There's yep. <laughs> like no Sean. Daly. Right. <laughs> there's the one that I created with the crazy pixels for the card. There's, <laughs> and there's the manual, which is used as actually the icon for the game. So right. like, it's just, like, there's just so much art. It is insane. And even when we had to use similar pieces for Pigeon Dev, they're all different poses and different layouts and different, right. like, designs. I made sure that they were. Like, it's crazy, though, man. Nothing like, it's it's insane. And the, here's the one thing before we, we jump over to um, the Series 1 update. Um, so think about this. So we like that we're going slow, right? With all the Mm -hmm. being able to focus Mm -hmm. on every game. So, and this could be with the listeners too. You guys can chime in with your anchor recordings or in discord. Um, What would be the maximum amount of games we could release as premium in a series and still keep that fun intimacy of game releases? Like when do we begin to lose focus? Is it Mm -hmm. only three releases um i one deluxe 100 percent. i can't do any more than one guided (laughs) yeah but is it three releases is it four um we were toying around months ago saying well what if we did like a premium light and then we just didn't put in all of the different like didn't have a slipcase and a sleeve and and other things and then to us it's not a premium release right so like we're setting a standard so it's like Like, maybe someday in the future, it's not numbered somewhere else, but that wouldn't be, it would be different. So, like, what is the amount? Is it three? Is it, can we do four and still have all the fun interactivity with the developers? Like, we don't want to lose what we currently have with, like, quote unquote, the magic. You know what I
2: mean? Right. Absolutely. That's
0: the question. That's a great question.
2: (laughs) The stuff that keeps me up at night. I think that's also one of those things where it depends on, Uh, the size of our team too i mean we're still doing that magic and we definitely want to have everything uh, approved and and looking really cool um but obviously all of this takes work and takes effort and Mm -hmm. as it is we all have day jobs on top of this so we can only do so much per day so you know the more games adding an extra game or two like obviously that takes that much more exponential work that Mm -hmm. you know would we be able to handle, and if we could, how much would that push it out? Like, oh, we're going to do five games a series, but you're you're not going to get them for a year. <laughs> you know, like is that better than doing just two games a series right. and get it out in you know five six months? Uh, so that's I, really... I do
0: th- I do think that you make a good point, Barry, that the timeline would have to be the same no matter how many we add. Yeah. Um, the other piece is though, is if I don't have a heavy hand in every item piece like I currently do, would the items still feel the same? have the same feeling because you know what I mean? Like, cause there's gotta be a style,
2: right? you know? And that's honestly one of those things where I don't know. I think where a company gets bigger and you have multiple people, as I said, like too many cooks in the kitchen, um, you lose that. And I do think that's part of, part of the charm of premium edition games is your decisions on how things look and, and keeping that style. So I would say that would be a detriment I would say that would be something that everything should go through you for the final okay to keep that going because that is the image that we've created. And then hmm. that
0: adds to the time. Which right? adds
2: to the time, of course. Interesting. Yeah. But that's just my personal opinion. Others could, could be chiming in like, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean I mean, that's a very good point. And then as you get bigger too, I mean, you know, hopefully the, the goal is one day we're all in the same building. We're all right there. We can easily walk into, you know, the next person's desk and just start talking or have the team meetings where everybody that's part of the design team is right there. And it makes it a little bit easier because, you know, just taking Jeff's piece, he can see everything live. It's not a matter of, I'm going to email this to you and then we'll review it and get back. It's more like, oh, we are a team in one centralized location. We can go over everything and we can make sure that as it's being done, it already has that feel and you know, on the I think, screen or whatever. Like, exactly. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I think you always feel like you lose a little bit of control when, when you're not doing something, you know, directly or um, directly. But I think at the same time you get the right people, you have the right environment. You definitely can keep that style because you're, because you're involved with it. And, but it also would allow you to free up to be able to work on other items or other releases and just keep that kind of flow going. But I, it's a gradual thing. Um, it's nothing that you can just rush and just say, OK, this person does this now and that's it, because obviously you would feel that that difference.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. what you're saying is Jeff is going to be moving up to Jersey. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Works here.
0: Let's you don't got to convince Jeff. You got to convince Mrs. Wittenhagen and she's going <laughs> to tell you to piss off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, she I'll says that pizza.
2: Georgia is too cold. <laughs> I'll bribe her with pizza. She says that Georgia is too cold. I hot. Her, I'll here. give her a space heater. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you need our diners, diners, need our pizza. Our diners,
2: pizza. There you go.
0: Bagels. Bagel. Oh, oh yeah. I would. I will visit. Like I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so I just noticed something uh, when I was on the site because I was looking at all the art it still says coming soon at the titles of all of our of Robot Named Demons there, so I'm about to change that. <laughs>
2: That's okay, really. I, didn't
0: notice I was that. like, oh, I did not oh. notice
2: that. Uh, oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, the title does still say coming soon.
0: <laughs> I didn't have the number. That's amazing. The well, stuff I find live on the Switch Mania Playcast.
2: Hey, these people have, have discovered that it is actually available and they've purchased and got their orders in.
0: Yeah, because it but, said coming soon still. It's like, no, it's definitely not
2: coming <laughs> soon. It's, it's available. Well, let's let's get into that Series 1 update since you did bring it up. Because it's a big <laughs> one. It's a big one. We should so, definitely talk about it.
0: with Series 1, um, all the customers have been patiently waiting. Um, those that have gotten the retro and deluxe editions. Um, the deluxe editions are still... We're still waiting for the freighter to arrive at the packaging facility. So that way they can start offloading and getting all of the rest of the deluxe done however jp got the update today and let us know so i'll let jp review. yeah so um if you
1: pre-ordered the super blood hockey retro upgrade bundle shipping notifications are going to your email that's right we are shipping them they are fulfilled they're packaged up and they are on the way and it's awesome barry did you get something in the mail today
2: yeah yeah we we got our Super Blood Hockey Retro Upgrade in the mail, which uh, both JP and I did videos on, which you can see yeah. on our Discord and Twitter, of course. But I, got, I, also, I got
0: a sealed box sitting over you here. I box. just got home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but on top of that, we also got the Retro Edition of Pigeon Dev Games Collection, which means that uh. will be shipping soon, too. And again, videos of that are up. Uh, so, those <laughs> items are very limited. Uh, we still have some stock left. So... If those interest to you, I do urge you to get them because we have no plans to reprint them. And what I'm looking forward to is seeing those unboxing videos start coming in. So and oh, yeah. especially with that steel book, people getting their hands on it. That is a steel book you do not want to miss. And we Five will have unboxing
0: play. on the playcast.
2: Live <laughs> unboxing. Here we go. You know, you Why just, did just they ship this
0: in a giant ass box?
2: The world Yeah, they did. Oh. It's a big box.
0: And they gave me another steel book. Thank you. But then yeah. so you get yeah.
2: the whole retro. Yeah. yeah whole pigeon dev retro yeah this the
0: super blood hockey uh cd looks awesome yeah
2: this is this is cool, this uh, is cool. we're getting it uh it's gonna be so yeah, great
0: for
1: those who aren't aware the super blood hockey retro upgrade bundle comes with the nes style uh retro box or actually it's snes size but it's stylized after an nes um so it's vertical And it also comes with a soundtrack CD, which I'm going to pull right now so you can know exactly what's in it. Um, You get 14 tracks, which two of them are unused, so they're bonus tracks. Beautiful art from Sean Daly on the the sleeve of the CD and the CD itself. And then, of course, you get the Sean Daly official in-canon comic book prequel to the game that talks about the coach. It's awesome. There's an interview in it as well with Sean I mean it's 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 white, it's black, white and blood. That's literally the colors. It's just <laughs> awesome. Um, it does ship flat because there's no game included. We wanted to not have to make people rebuy the game just to get these awesome items. So 19.95 on the website.
0: Grab it. It's shipping. <laughs> it's awesome.
2: Yeah, it really is. Cool. Yeah, and- I
0: got them all And like the um the shininess Oh, yeah. On the the front of the comic book is like amazing. <laughs> it, it's like I don't know if you guys have uh, remember the Neo Geo marquees in the arcade, mm-hmm. but that's the quality of the front of this comic book. It's so shiny. And then the inside is like a typical comic book. Mm-hmm. Like this is like different than the manuals, and it I mean it turned out amazing. Um, what's cool is that. On the inside of the back cover, I included Sean's original cover that he did, mm-hmm. um, and then on the front was JP asked to make it look more comic book like. So mm-hmm. the actual front of the cover, where it said "Not approved by the Comics <laughs> <laughs> <authority>. <laughs> like, I love that. That much. was that was like JP asked, "Hey, can you make it look more like a comic book?"
2: And he's like, so you're "Sure." You're actually getting both. Now, also keep in mind if you had your pre-orders for Super Blood Hockey tied to Pigeon Dev Retro, or you know, you, you're getting the upgrade now, and you haven't already done it because you didn't have your games, the unboxing patch is a thing. So take a video of yourself unboxing your beautiful retro Pigeon Dev. Take your you know, unboxing of your Super Blood Hockey. And yep. the, the unboxing of the retro upgrade will also count towards that patch. But remember, it's just one patch per person per series. So... Even if you already have the patch and you want to give us some love and absolutely do an unboxing, we encourage it. And if you haven't gotten your patch yet uh, and, and the retro upgrade very well could be your very first item you get from us, that will still count for you.
0: You know what's interesting is, like, the little stories behind things. Like, the little things that the listeners get to hear on the Playcast. Like, for example, when we're doing the retro edition, right? Um we're, we're doing, like, there's an insert, right, with the, um, with the box, so that way the switch case and the steel book both fit in the box, and then there's no movement, no wiggle movement, right? So there's, like, a little square, per se, that actually pops up, and it goes inside the box. Well, they sent the first picture, and I'm at work, so I can't even see this stuff, but JP, like, quick-witted, Immediately goes, hey, isn't there a little sleeve that the steelbooks come in? Yep. So everybody thank JP for the extra <laughs> protection that you're going to get in your steelbooks <laughs> because they are going to keep those on when they package yep. them up. Like, that's the little stuff that, like, like people don't realize behind the scenes. Like, we could have easily just, oh, yeah, that looks awesome. And then, then like, oh, every single one is going to get mailed. And, it, and, and gets if scratched. it slides at all or the could get scratched when they insert it. Now it's in this this awesome sleeve that they mailed him in. It. Everybody has to go, thank you, JP. Thank You're you, welcome. JP. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Hashtag Jake, J Thank you. JP is now trending on Twitter. Somehow. <laughs> uh, that's
2: funny. But yeah, I love it's, that, it's, though. It's
0: people so said cool. they enjoy when we peel back the curtain on the playcast.
2: Oh yeah. Absolutely. It's all about transparency. Hey.
1: I know that that goes back to the deluxe edition with the premium guide. I was talking to my sister-in-law, and I'm like, I absolutely love the interview with the developer. I love the the four complete guides for each game. But to me, I think what like just puts the guide over the top is the 20 plus pages in the back that goes over the physical production. I mean like every single piece and things that you don't even know about or would never even know about without reading that back of of the premium guide. I mean, it just goes into so much detail that companies don't normally share. I mean, you just don't get to know this stuff. And I mean, to me, that's just amazing. Like all the, everything, Jeff, that you put in there, I mean, it's just, there's so much to learn. And it's it's so exciting to kind of just see
0: how this whole process came together. It's my brainchild. I was like, this might be cool. And then like, it started to get out of control. And um, same reason why I'm still working on a Switch Collector Volume 1. (laughs) because i've got all the physical done in switch collector volume one i got all the digital done i got all the japanese done i'm actually working on a um who's who in the zoo for the limited companies for Mm -hmm. the year two which is literally i'm going to do a kind of a profile on every company for the limited companies So instead of just doing, oh, a limited run put out, you know, their first games like Thimbleweed Park and all this stuff, I'm going to say, all right, limited run games is known to do open pre-orders, which started with the Switch. Some of their limited editions are still limited to numbers and like kind of go with what their packaging looks like. And if they're like they change up per release or if they do like what we do, which is standardize it or how they how they go about stuff um so like play exclusives for example has the same size box for everything and it would be like something like from a collector's standpoint like what's mm-hmm. cool um by the way i can't figure out how to fold this insert myself thank goodness we have oh, a
1: shack- it, facility. i had to i had to look at the one that they sent us initially to approve to kind of see how the um how it was set up and then it, it all of a sudden just clicked for me you know what i
2: honestly can't comment on that
1: because I, I was unboxing
2: mine. everything with my wife, and I was looking at the Super Blood Hockey stuff and texting, and next thing I you know, I look over and she has it all assembled. So eh. I'm like, "Oh, I must be so easy," you know. I don't know. I, I was the Ruined mine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely ruined mine too before I figured it out. I'm like, "Oh man," I'm like, "I'm so glad that retro edition for Pigeon Pidgeonf comes assembled."
0: <laughs> yeah, because like I'm I'm like having to fold a non folding yeah. spot. All I'll say is,
1: the way that you're folding, do it in reverse. Go the other way, and it'll make sense.
2: You know, I, I think we should ship all these flat to everybody for the Whoa. retro and just do the stories. Hey, you want to be trying. busy with emails? <laughs> no, never mind.
1: Right, I got the uh, retro edition, and I completely decimated that insert. <laughs> can I get a new one?
2: <laughs> no. You know, we
1: should have done a premium challenge patch for people who can uh, show us how they pulled it.
2: Okay. <laughs> JP's right. Do
1: it the other way. Yep. As soon as I saw it, I was like, ah, okay. After I already creased uh, it and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I already creased the hell out of the other side. Like, now that I did that, I'm like, damn it. Yep. And it fits perfectly. Yep, I did it wrong. (laughs) A little live, live assembly time. Live assembly class by JP.
2: (laughs) Well, thankfully. Once again, thank you, JP. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, our customers won't have to worry about that. That's
0: right. They won't. I will tell you, folding original NES boxes is a similar trauma at first because you have to fold them a certain in a mm-hmm. certain order. And will it'll be interesting comparing this to our original.
1: When people do get the uh, Super Blood Hockey retro upgrade and it strips all flat, and you go to fold the box, I have to say like the quality was was amazing. Like it folded so easily and so neatly, and and no creases or anything. But it, it was a really well-done packaging for the box. Oh, they okay. look
2: so good next to each other, too.
1: It does. It, it's colorful. It reminds me, you know, we get used to the the wall of red with the standard Switch cases. But seeing the retro editions lined up now, it really brings you back to just, like, the colorful spines. It's well, nice. and did
0: either of you check a Super Nintendo box protector? Yeah. I did. And it works? I, I don't have one.
2: It,
1: yes, it. it's a little, like, I would say it's, like like a thousandth of a millimeter, maybe bigger than a super Nintendo box, but it still fits in the retro
0: protection SNES protectors. Good. Yeah. Cause they used the, um, the, the SNES protectors as the guideline to make the boxes and yep. making them a little bigger allows us to fit things like the, uh, soundtrack in the box, which <laughs> it's super snug. Uh, but like, it- we're going to, we're going to make sure, that it um, fits perfectly with with the Series 2 boxes. So, yeah. Because that was a thing. Yeah, I just folded it up. This actually folds very
2: nicely.
1: Right. I was very surprised, like, how, how easily it kind of just, it, everything went together. And I didn't feel like I had to, like, actually, like, do work to make sure I didn't crease it the wrong way or something. So I, I think it's great. And then, you know, they're shipping it in a very sturdy, flat mailer. Uh, not like a bubble mailer. It's actually sturdy where, like, the description is it will not bend, Or crease or fold, so it's nice and and hard stock. So I think it's going to arrive in perfect condition uh, for those upgrades. If you did those on your own, you know,
0: on as an
1: order on its own.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I like
0: how the uh, Super Nintendo sized manual is perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The the CD fits perfectly in the box. That's awesome. It's snug, but it fits in. I was worried. Uh, Well, because the thing is, is that there's there's a um. On these boxes, getting a little uh, behind the curtain, um, (laughs) there is a a piece where they glue the flap on, right? And so on the inside, the the bottom of it actually is a little bit thinner than the top. There's actually a little more space on the top. So if you move it towards the front, it actually fits perfectly. And it's a little snug if you push it towards the back. So if you push it towards the front of the box, the CD mm-hmm. fits in there perfectly, which is awesome. And now, we don't have an insert for the for this just because it is an extra piece. But, mind you, with uh, Demon's Tier Plus, there will be an insert, so that way the oversized cards, the the stack cards, fit in perfectly and everything. So that way there's no give. So when we mail something that is assembled, it will right. have a spacer in it. Yep. Um, it'll be up to... See how creative uh customers get with what they want to do with it. Cause for me, I'm just gonna display the boxes with nothing in them because it's pretty cool like that. Um but I open all my stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I have I finally made like I started making my premium edition shelf and I'm like I'm trying to find room to just show everything because mm-hmm. everything deserves to be displayed. Nothing deserves to be inside the box. I mean that's how great every single piece is, but just seeing the steel book out, the CD out. The comic book out it's like i would never put anything all the way in the box anyway once i assemble it because i just want to see it all
0: i think finding a cool way to do like a a shadow box in the future because you know you alluded to like a premium edition having a um not a warehouse but a office space it would be cool to build to display them all like oh yeah somewhere in the future i
1: picture people coming in and the first thing you see is like just like the shelving of just like all the releases with every single piece so you can just clearly see everything that that goes into our our final mm-hmm. version. Well, and the key is
0: is that like we've talked about it before, probably off podcast, but the idea is like having not only just an office but also like a game space area where we can test out games in the front. That's the kiosk actually is going to be in the office. The Switch kiosk. Mm-hmm. Um, and also though having a spot like obviously there's some coffee and stuff but like people can come in and play including customers and things and we can sell games in the store Uh, us very tiny like not running a store like we're just there (laughs) um and then have be in some kind of place that's a almost like a retro building but there's a giant area so we could do swap meets out in the, Mm -hmm. the parking lot like like, doing, like, a quarterly swap meet or something, a premium swap meet, and then people can come with all their collections, and we can have a good time, and then game afterward, and party, and it'll awesome. be crazy. Like, that's the idea. That's what we always call the five-year plan. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's four years now, JP. It's been a year. I know. I'm, I'm thinking, like, <laughs> we're coming up on the year already. I mean, that's, that's crazy. And, you know, the thing is, is that, as, you know, was alluded to earlier, is that we all do have nine to fives right now. Um, yep. And that's simply just because we want to slow roll everything, let everybody learn what we're doing, and, you know, if it if it becomes a thing to the point where everybody, you know, enjoys what we're doing and wants to see us, you know, step up our game a little bit, um, we gotta do the uh, crazy thing of trying to make sure that, you know, we keep the same quality and have the same fun with it, but also, like, we do it full-time, so then... I still would be able to because I wouldn't have to also do a ninety-five. I could still maintain the same quality margin with three releases, four releases, right. maybe. Um, but that's all in the future. Right now, it's one per quarter, aka like two per half year. <laughs> <laughs> right now, definitely. You Never know. You know, we get enough. We get the, and honestly, like, and I think JP has said this before. Like, we get the right game. You know, somebody comes with us with like a a triple a title like um, i mean we we might be able to make that happen we might be able to figure it out enough passion enough motivation
1: (laughs) well well to what barry said before it's like he he took notes of every single game coming out and every game is like spitfire right you see it you go oh my gosh i can't believe this game is coming and then immediately it's like the next game like i can't believe this game's coming and then you try and remember the 40 games that you saw you know 20 (laughs) minutes ago but for us we we announced three games in our last direct with the tease for a future title, which was Cathedral. And already, I mean, I'm sure you see it in Discord every day. I, I've seen people just asking and messaging going, when do pre-orders open? What's the update on Cathedral? When can I get it? And I'm like, that's only one future game that we announced. And I'm like, I'm glad it's getting that attention. I wanted to get all that hype for the next couple months until, you know, we launched that. And I can only imagine if we announced, you know, five, ten games, it's like, you know, everyone's, different people are going to be asking for each one, but I feel like it does get lost in the shuffle as opposed to like now cathedral is like cathedral is what robot name fight was for us for the last couple months. It -hmm. was just everybody every day asking about it, getting excited. And now I'm so glad that cathedral is starting to build that momentum because it deserves it. And I think that's great. Well,
2: Mm. that was the whole point of the tease. It's so, so you know what that not only do you know, what's coming, you know, our commitment to these great games, but you also know, Hey, This is something maybe I should look into because if premium's only doing like one game a quarter, they're gonna pick like the creme de la creme games. So if you haven't heard of it, maybe you should look into it because there's probably a reason it's it's on our roster of games coming out. Yeah, I wonder
0: who the first person that's going to note when they unbox the retro editions, how perfectly all the sides line up on all of the tops, the bottoms like the sides. Cause I have it so you can display them like classic. Like you have them like the horizontal spines, but you can also yep. stack them on top of each other on the other spine. It's a different way.
1: Yeah. I like the different options.
0: Like, and then there's a colored option. There's a red option on the, on the sides. Like, like it's, I just, I'm looking at I'm like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> I'm getting sidetracked guys. <laughs> what were you saying? Yeah. <laughs> I well, don't know. I'm, I'm I looking
1: think, at the boxes too. Yeah. Like I was like, ooh. <laughs> I, I will say that, you know, one thing that, you know, for those listening, you're going to notice it because we're telling you now, but on the front of the Super Blood Hockey, if you look very carefully at the player in the very front's blue uniform, you're going to notice a little piece of them. Um, and I remember Shanna, I was showing her the box today, and she's just like, oh, man, I wonder if like a tooth is flying out. And I'm like, take a look. It's just it's insane it's like the level of, yeah. of that detail was actually a
0: layer JP on the art like like cuz I you know cuz I reformatted everything to make sure it offload and Erica had that as a layer like the tooth layer that's <laughs> awesome I love it Yeah the one thing that I was playing with is um I wanted to make sure that her art popped out of the background on that art so for the art you know you had the two hockey players that are like one's bumping the other one into the glass and then i had to mess with the um the hockey puck because it didn't quite look right if you made the the whole black it had to be Mm -hmm. the gray box to be there um it just looked perfect so like like eric and i were going back and forth like does this look good does this look good like and then (laughs) the other question was do we overlap the helmets and the hockey stick over to the yeah. spines. And we said, no clean spines. And I, that was when we were talking with the team and we're like, yep. do we do that? Or do we keep it clean? And we all decided clean spines would be the best way, but then it's still like the boxes popping out. And I remember when JP first pitched the uh, idea of hat of what she was envisioning. And it's like exactly what she does. Exactly what I envisioned. It was hilarious. It was like, yep. I got it. I'm like, Oh, this is exactly what I wanted. Yes. <laughs>
1: I'm also Definitely. very glad that every single release now will have a retro edition. Yes. Like, it. I. I could never picture it now, like with Super Blood Hockey not having a retro edition. That's my OCD. Uh, I have to yeah. have,
0: like, like the uh, the guides is out of a necessity. Like, if we could go back in the um the future with infinite time and do guides for every single release, cool. Uh, not it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um. So like that would be awesome, but like so one per series, but. Yeah like the retro boxes like I love the uh the formatting and the, now and that they
2: You out. heard Jeff say this so once he retires and he does this <laughs> full time you're going to see an amazing announcement of the mm-hmm. super blood hockey premium or the, the deluxe edition upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we
0: if we don't uptick and stop everything else and,
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I will say that, you know, one guide a series is going to start getting very tough very soon to decide which game gets it. Because so many games, I mean, if not all of them, deserve that premium guide. And there's so many games coming that it's just like, I don't even know. I'm, I'm like, well, which one should get the guide treatment?
2: Yeah, I think all of them deserve a premium guide. It's just which which one is going to make the cut for the a lot of time we have. Right.
0: <laughs> well, and the other piece is, is that the guides... Are going to take a little bit so the deluxes will be going out later like even with yes. robot named fight the deluxes like we're working on the strategy guide um still working on their draft so they take time and yep. steve's working on it he uh he promised he would get me the draft this weekend and then i'll start working my magic last time it took me a long time to put polish on it um because we want to make sure that it really pops and you're gonna see it with the pigeon dev one um, the Pigeon Dev 1 took a long time as well, so we're still on the same uh, wavelength, but the retros and the premiums will be shipping out well before the deluxe for Robot Name Fight. Like, yeah. um, I was actually telling JP and Barry, and we can absolutely spoil these type of things <laughs> on the Playcast, <laughs> that the labels are approved for Demon's Tier Plus and Robot Name Fight. Like, as soon as we know the quantity to order for each with the pre-orders... Like, we placed the order with Nintendo of America. The, the um, retail sleeve inserts for the game cases are already approved. Um, what we're waiting on is, like, because you have to send them, like, uh, basically, because we have a maze, um, a puzzle of games like as we make our stuff nintendo has to approve the um how it's all put together and then they approve each item so they take a while to approve the individual items but it's all submitted so mm-hmm. like the the manual the challenge cards um the slip cases everything is already submitted uh, the retro boxes are already submitted um i have not submitted the cards yet for Demon's tier plus which i just finished them up but i haven't done a back for them yet so that's one thing. Um, and then of course the I have not done the CDs yet. And so we have like mock ups of the CDs up on the website, but like we have to do them per like the high quality standard. So that's why mm-hmm. I gotta sit there and recreate everything into like the perfect perfect thing that you will see when you get them mailed to you for the super blood hockey and pigeon dev retros. Yeah, actually I pigeon think retro it's in pigeon dev deluxe
2: let's see that's that. uh something though that's good going forward whenever you order from us always expect the premium editions to ship out first then the mm-hmm. retro and the deluxe last so if that's something you really want remember if you whatever you place in your order will not ship the whole order will not ship until the last item is in stock so if you do want some of these great deluxes you know just please be patient it's well worth the wait i think People are going to see that when Pigeon Dev comes, I think people will be in love with the quality of those releases and want them, and know that it's worth waiting for. Um, but just just know that as a fact, like you know, you yeah. will get them later than the pit the, the premium with the retros.
0: So you know, it would be an interesting poll, Barry, for Discord since you're the Discord master. Sure. Um, so for consistency's sake, I just did a, a slip up where said, "Oh yeah, you get the CDs with the retro editions." When the CD in Pigeon Dev is in the deluxe, but it's it in is. the retro edition of Super Blood Hockey. It's in the retro edition of Demon's Tear Plus, but it's in the deluxe edition of Super or of Robot Name Fight. Yeah, because you get so, the steel instead. So the question would be for a poll in the future: <laughs> I know what you're gonna ask, Would if we charged extra? Would some would they prefer that the CD goes into? The retro edition, when we offer a deluxe. So, for example, like if we did it in the future, we're not changing a robot Named fight. But if we did it in like robot Named fights, getting a deluxe. But instead of doing sixty dollars, we did like seventy dollars, and then but it came with the CD as well. We it we might be able to get it to fit. Does well, that, that would be look, the key. It has to be. Yeah, to that's fit. the
1: question: is if it fits with the steel book
0: yeah, and. If it, if it I'm looking right now, since we fortunately have a Super Blood Hockey CD along <laughs> with the full retro edition. Let's see if it fits. I mean, we would the, probably
2: have to redesign the insert.
0: Yeah, the insert would need to be redesigned, but it would fit width-wise, without bulging.
2: Hmm.
0: So it oh. would fit thickness-wise, but it would increase the price because we got to pay for the CD to win it. And then we would also then have to have another item to add to the um,
2: to the block. Yeah. Well, no, but, well, but then we would have to raise the price of the Deluxe if we had another we, item. We, would, we
0: wouldn't have to raise the price of the Deluxe if we did not add another item. Yeah, so if we no. don't
2: add another item, we wouldn't raise the price. So yeah. that's a that's another factor, too. And some people who may not care about CDs, some people say, like, I don't even have a CD player anymore, exactly. which is a shame. Uh, so they'd be like, I don't want to spend the 10 extra dollars. I'd rather not do it. And that's exactly. why we want to hear from you, because, you yeah, know. I think something. that's a good sure. pull. Um, And, I mean series three is
0: you know fall winter um, time frame whenever we get all of the premiums and hopefully the retros because that was a goal for this one too is to get the retro shipped before we launched we were yeah. two days off <laughs> <We're so close. laughs> yeah we were two days off um, so not bad actually um, no. that was our goal though but uh, we would like to get those before we launch the... the um, and why I say fall, though, is because we're... we're compared to Series 1, we're way ahead. Because everything's already approved for lot check. Already approved labels um, from Nintendo and everything. Versus last time, we were still in lot check
2: for yeah. um, Super Blood Hockey. Was it the lot check hell? <laughs> <laughs> that, we were yeah, in that There's we also just another play. thing to factor in, too, though. We were so ahead now in Series 2 because Series 1 took so long. But getting into series three quicker, well, we won't be as ahead in series three as we are like series two. Well,
1: not necessarily because a lot of the initial issues that we had when, you know, starting out with the packaging approval process and the template designs, like we've squared those away for the most part. So now it's a much smoother process moving forward. And I think I think that will help a lot because Jeff, you remember going back and forth on trying on... They, you submit the file. They send you the wrong. They, they switch it around. They flip it. And a lot of those things, I think, have gotten resolved. So I definitely think, you know, between series, you're going to start seeing a shorter, a shorter time frame, you know, for I the premium so. to begin with. But I definitely also, see it. Also, like,
0: way. uh, Cathedral's already in lot check and working on it. And unannounced game is already in lot check because yep. we have a like. So for series three, like, like we have. Series three titles are being worked on on the developer side. I'm no, not working on the art until I'm done with fully done with the art pieces for series two, um, and I mean I do them little by little just so I can make sure they're all like flawless because you got to be in like a a mental zone to make sure <laughs> they all pop properly. Like I got to be focused. Um, all I gotta say though is like looking at our slipcase for Robot Named Fight and Demon's Tear, like they're so awesome.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, oh, oh yeah. Like, I mean, it's just like the first two were amazing from Paul Niemeyer. And now the, um, the next two are like a step up and I can't wait to see what he does for cathedral. Cause like, it's going to be, I mean, Hey, I want medieval times with some horror movie backgrounds. Cause there's so <laughs> many like Gothic pieces to cathedral. He's a, it's going to be Halloween style. He's going to go nuts. Cause he's a Halloween fiend. Like, oh so cool. And I love how we put number seven on there. It's oh. <laughs> oh, people! People know this. Those eagle eyes are catching it. <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're definitely like, wait, what did I miss? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Missed nothing. <laughs> oh. And and who knows? Like we don't know. We have, we won't spoil that because no. no. But I really
1: can't wait for our next director. Ready? I've <laughs> start already started out. writing
2: stuff out I know. for it.
1: That's you know, awesome. it was so much fun and I just feel like it's like, Oh man, we have we have a good opportunity where we may be able to do it quicker than, you know, between our first and second, but they're just so much fun and you know, even for for me personally, like even knowing the games that are coming, watching the trailers, watching the reveal for the first time, it's like, wow, now it's real, now it's out there and it's such a fun watch. Like I I love doing the directs
0: and I can't wait till the next one.
2: Oh, especially doing the premiere. That that was awesome. Oh
0: yeah.
2: Having everybody yeah. there
0: the premiere and then doing Q and a afterward in discord. That was crazy.
2: It was fun. Psyched. That was a good
0: evening. Mm -hmm. I almost think like, I almost think that we should do like a standard. So like when we do the, we do that for the, the directs, we do the launch Q and a, or when we talk about it, I think we should do it when we start shipping Mm. the next premiums for the next games. Maybe, maybe
2: after after it ships, so when people start getting them in hand, exactly, they can start talking about it as opposed to, oh, yeah, cool, it's shipped, but you know.
0: Well, I think though, like the first time, it could just be you, Barry, and be like, "Is my game shipping?" <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <sighs> See, this is Jeff; just gives me more work to do. You hear it live. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you already committed me to doing strategy guides after I'm. Uh, after the five-year plan, I didn't <laughs> do anything. Oh, you said you, you hear it first, guys. Yeah, you—you <laughs> <laughs> you were the one who
2: said I'm you wanted to do it. to get it first. my
0: my family to move to New Jersey.
2: Too, I, so. I, I, that one I will take, and I will own, and I will continue to do so. <laughs> yes, that that one that one was all me. Uh, trying to put so, words in mouth. Speaking speaking of. of Words that I put in people's mouths and, and things that come out of mine, we we seem to have a lot of positive response to my Barry Bonus idea. And oh God, what is this? Well, you didn't know you, you you were here with the last podcast. I have no idea. Oh my God! Why don't you recap for
1: those who may have missed
2: it, well, i.e. me. What- yeah, I was gonna say, did have you have you listened to the last playcast? And, I'm sure oh, I did. Of course. Um, no, I didn't. What happened? <laughs> well, I was on it. <laughs> but actually, somebody wanted wanted like just full releases of Barry bonuses. But what what I was oh, saying last JP, time, this it, is the worst idea. This is this is the ever. greatest idea. So so what you're I was gonna, suggesting is that in, for all our releases going forward. When you Uh-oh. take the game out, like a Robot Named Fight, and you take it out of the case, and you put it in your Switch, not only does a Robot Named Fight pop up on your screen, but another game will pop up there, and you don't know what it is when you're buying it. So it's a complete bonus-free game, non-marketed, but it's now in the physical realm as just a bonus game. And every release will have a bonus game. It's all going to be the same for like all Robot Named Fights, for example, and it's just a very bonus. Everyone, every release gets a different Fair. bonus game. You have no idea what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. we don't market it we don't say anything we just know it's there you're buying a robot named fight and boom you get a bonus game so
0: imagine jp later when i'm trying to do my book (laughs) or looking on somebody's collection because we didn't market it so it's not on anything
2: (laughs) so so it's not
0: on the spine it's nobody only knows if you put it in the car in the game you only put the game on it
2: it's it's like uh, with human resource machine where you, you get the bonus game kind of something like that um, Some is JP, I ask why we let Barry out of the cloud. <laughs> I don't know. J- J- JP, what do you think of that idea?
1: Um, so I like the idea of more games. I like the idea of people knowing what those games are. Um, I definitely think that's interesting because lots of moving pieces. But maybe we could put the same bonus game. It could be like a Barry game. We just make it specifically for our releases. It's always a bonus.
2: So well, what I'm saying is it would be the same. So it wouldn't be like every robot named fight cart would have a different game on it. It would.
1: No, all... no, I meant like every release we do has the same Barry game. Oh, like yeah. We do something like that. Developer sure. made a Barry game. That's just a bonus Remember icon. Nice
2: That's game. fine with me. Let's <laughs> let's make it happen. You know, let us know if you want that a specific. But so Jeff, more
1: more ESRB uh, <laughs> approval uh, work for you. Although you only have
2: to do it once, I guess. Once, yeah. You know what? Here's how okay. the game could be. It could be it could be Jeff and JP's image on the bottom and you play me and I'm in the cloud shooting lightning at them and the oh, idea is to try to keep hitting them.
1: <laughs> hmm.
2: Lighten this seems derail.
1: like it's derailed a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what game did we play? <laughs> 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 um this game where barry's shooting lightning out of his
2: butt apparently i don't know out of the cloud no. not out of my butt <laughs> you
0: no know, you know i gotta say
1: i listen to the playcast when i'm not on and i'm like oh this is normal they're right on point they they're very efficient they ah, you... come on and all of a sudden barry's talking about shooting lightning bolts
0: out of himself and bonus <laughs> games and i have no idea what's going on that just means so, he didn't listen last week because Barry was exactly all that's, off the that's true cool. i was sitting outside while he was doing it. i'm like i need to go inside barry's going no he, oh no, he, Barry's been drinking. <laughs> Barry's been <laughs> drinking the Kool-Aid again. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. <sighs> Good idea <laughs> though, Barry. So, so we did have a uh, a game of the uh, the week. Yes. And yes. Barry lays the wallpaper now. So it's
2: great. Uh, no, Woo-hoo! that's only because you're originally in the car.
0: Yeah, so you, and I'm still in the car
2: uh liar uh (laughs) get that lightning bolt ready uh so yeah sure i'll I'll do it because i actually did bring it up just in case because i figured you would get lazy um so the game this time is demons tier plus it came out june 9th 2020 on the switch it's developed by cowcat and the the digital publisher is cowcat and the physical publisher is oh look it's us and who would have thunk it this is an action role-playing roguelite game similar to gauntlet uh, with a time limit and uh yeah let's go to jp first since you know he's he's not always here jp (laughs) what'd you think oh
1: so i don't play roguelites uh (laughs) surprise surprise this is one of the genres that i really had very little experience with on any console you know you think of all the games that have come out under this, under this category and I really haven't played them. So when we first uh, got this game um, to, to start thinking about and we got involved with talking with Cowcat, you know, I, I, we got a chance to play it and I absolutely love it. Like I did not think I would like this genre because it's, it's essentially, you know, you die, you start from the beginning, but you get to keep your progression. So you get to keep your experience. If, if you're smart enough in this game, you're Um, smart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, and you you know, you keep your weapons and things like that. So every time you progress, you're doing a little bit better. And I honestly did not think I would like this genre to begin with, because I like I like RPGs, I like platformers, I like getting from the you know, moving forward, and when you stop and start again, you're still moving forward. And I am addicted to this game. I mean, it's it's so great because there's so much to it, um, where you can literally just get lost in it for hours. You just keep playing and, you know, escaping the dungeon or the you know the the caverns or dungeons, you know, whenever you want to before dying, so you keep your, your experience and stuff, or um, or you keep going. But to me, what I love about it is that you either get lost in it for a long time to keep leveling up, or it's just a pick-up-and-play where you have a few minutes and you just want to grind a little bit. And I love that it, it has that versatility to it. I mean, to me, I have not beaten the game yet. Like I said, I'm very bad at them, so I I, I it's think I'm Though, jp Well, I think I'm always doing okay. better than I really am. Like I'm like I can make it through here. I got like half a heart left. I'm good. I'm not gonna die. Then out of nowhere, a bat just flies behind me, and I'm like, crap! I just went like three levels down, and I just lost everything. Um, but huh. but I love the game. Like it's just it's so good. I mean it, it's um, yeah. I I I'm a big fan. It's it's sold me on this genre, which is great because obviously we're doing the physical of it. So I'm glad I love it. But it, it's it's
0: it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so, so I do have to say I love Gauntlet. Like that is one of my favorite arcade games. Growing up as a kid, um, used to be over at the Showbiz Pizza where a kid can be a kid. Like classics. It was over there. I used to always play it. Loved it. Um, had it on the Commodore sixty four. wasn't as cool. The uh, Tengen version. I used to rent that for the NES um and it was all right the second one i never got to play till later um the nes version Uh, i think it was more taxing for that one but um with roguelikes i'm like you uh jp where it's it's hit or miss for me but it has to Mm -hmm. have enough that you keep um Mm -hmm. in order to feel like you're getting more powerful that's Mm -hmm. my thing so This one has it perfectly, because if you're smart and you escape, you can keep a lot of your XP, which then you can use to level up, like unlock new characters, unlock new items, or as you beat certain levels, you can get different weapon drops, and then those weapons can be unlocked and powered up. Um, What's really cool, too, is, and I haven't made it through tier one yet, but there are three tiers to the game. And so, if you beat the game the first time through, you unlock a new character, Um, like the Valkyrie, I want to say. And then after that, the Valkyrie is like super powerful. And then you go through tier two, which is the enemies are a little harder. Um, And then you go through tier, and then you unlock like a, a super bonus hero. And then the third time you go through. Um, then you finally beat the the full game as intended, um, which is craziness. Um, I've gotten, I think I've gotten through to the end boss of Hell, um, which is the, the Inferno, and then you start going through the end game portion. So I'm getting pretty close in it. Um, I haven't unlocked every character. I haven't unlocked the assassin yet. The, there's different tiers of characters, and apparently, if you go through the assassin is um, one of the ones that you're going to want to use that makes it a little, like, based off of her stats, she's probably the one that you can make the most progress to get as deep uh, through Tier 1. Then you want to jump through the Valkyrie. Um, So just so you know, when we don't do a premium, deluxe for it like we don't have a guide like i kind of make our manual almost like a mini strategy guide so i actually have this kind of strategy in the manual by the way so those that are, don't listen they'll actually have some of these uh sh- this strategy to help you progress through the game um the other piece though that's really cool about it that i like is every playthrough is a little different because you have um you get the other side you get the xp but you also get the gold and then the gold is used to unlock and upgrade your stats as you progress through the caverns. So essentially, like, say you pick the berserk or the berserker, right? So he has very low health, but he's super, super powerful, and then his special ability is even being more powerful. So the first thing you want to do is pour your XP and to give yourself some more health or defense so you can survive more than, like, one hit, and then JP's bats kill him in two seconds. (laughs) It makes that guy worthless. (laughs) Like, he's, he's a little crazy. Um... But it's it's really interesting. Uh, one thing is, so as I said, I grew up playing Gauntlet, right? Um, what I do love about this is the double stick gameplay. So back on the mm-hmm. NES one, you have, you have to shoot a button and it's, it's annoying versus now you just point the other stick and you move with the other stick. And move all around. It's kind of like Smash TV. Love Smash TV. That's a modern age gauntlet in the 90s, right? Um, love that game. And just running around. And it was great. And that is what I feel here. Smash TV in the arcade. Not on Super Nintendo, mind you. Um, but that's what I feel here. Is that you could do that. And it's kind of reminiscent. I don't know if you um, you played Smash TV on the NES before. Either of you? Not I did on the, the NES version. So, you did you know on that game, if you plug in both controllers, you can use both D-pads to control oh. and shoot, just oh, like cool. double analog stick. I thought that was the coolest thing ever, and that's actually like the expert way to play the game. And Demon's Tear, I mean, you have two Joy-Cons, you have two analog sticks. It's flawless. Um, it is, you know, the graphics are small and minimalistic, which I think fit perfectly with what they're going for, because it makes it really feel like classic gauntlet. Um, enemies are pain which are great <laughs> it's hilarious um and the boss fights are really fun too so there's a different bosses that have like a 10 to 15 percent spawn rate as well so when you're fighting like even in the first world you'll have this big slug boss or a big old mosquito boss every like you have like a 10 percent chance to get the rare boss in some of the boss battles which i think is really cool um yeah and it's it's cool, too, how every time you go through, there's different um, options for clearing the level. So it might be like, kill all the enemies, or it'll say, collect all the gold on the level. Mm-hmm. Or it'll say, beat all the enemies, and then push back the Reaper, and then run away from the Reaper and <laughs> beat the level. Oh, It's craziness. There's just so many options, and uh, being able to be strategic is one important piece, uh, when you want to know when to cut bait and get back to the main level so you're not like JP and get that random-ass bat <laughs> that kills you. <laughs> but also, always have extra keys so you can get the prisoners, because you can get up to three yeah. prisoners. Not only do they help you with firepower, but they multiply your XP when you beat every level with them, so then you can unlock more stuff faster. That's a couple so, hits. So, But
1: can I just Can I just say, Barry, before I guess you go in, into your thoughts is that everything that Jeff just said that's exactly why I love our releases because we got an early look at the manual that you were putting together and you go over this I mean to me (laughs) if there was ever a manual that you need to read before you play a game it's this one because you go into such great detail and to me like reading I was like oh my god I wish I knew this going into the game because I felt like I would have had more of a head start and a, a smarter strategy approach to the game but like, that's what I love about our manuals is that they are exactly how you remember them. They were essential to really enjoying and getting the most out of the game that you're about to play. And, and going through your Demon's Tier 1, that's exactly how I felt. Like, everything you just talked about, you go over, and I'm just like, oh my god, like, I have a whole new way that I want
0: to play this game now. Exactly. I mean, and that's the thing with the manuals is it kind of goes on what we were talking about earlier with the E3 and all the games going out Spitfire and and so fast, like you're going to see like all these releases and everybody's all hyped about it for the first day. And then all of a sudden they move on to the next thing. And it's like doing that. It's they only play the game for a couple minutes and they forget things. Well, we, ha- in our manuals, you can literally reference and be like, Oh, what do I do with demons tier again? I haven't played it in a week or mm-hmm. I haven't played it in a month. And you're looking at it like, Oh, here's my strategy. And then it pings you. That's what like, it's supposed to be a multifaceted way to enjoy the game absolutely all right so barry i went into strategy
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i, I uh, went down a
0: rabbit hole
2: barry. you went down a huge yeah. rabbit hole i just like all right just go for it um hey this I, is
0: our game we're gonna promote <laughs> it very I,
2: I, I'm, I'm very much in a similar boat where i'm not a big fan of roguelike games um just because i always like to make progress and there's some games out there where um you you do get enough uh, when you die that you keep going and you like you i feel like i'm making progress and like you said this is one of those games as long as you're smart about it and the first time i played i went in i just kept going and kept, kept going and kept going and died i'm like oh, oh. <laughs> like, no i'm like all right i gotta be a little smarter um but i like that because there's a risk reward um type of system and like you i grew up with gauntlet as well uh i i absolutely loved that game, uh, to the point that I even had like the L C D Tiger Electronics Gauntlet because, you know, I was like, oh at least I have that portably. Like it's such a good game. And uh yeah, this feels like a modern day gauntlet with more RPG elements. Kinda like what they did later on, like with the Gauntlet Legends and stuff like that. Like N64 onwards, where they started adding those those elements to it. This is kinda like that. And I love that aspect. I love the different characters. I love the town. I love the. I like that each floor has a different objective. Like, things like that change it up. And it is fun, but it is challenging. Some of these enemies are really tough. And uh, it's, it's so much fun. It's I've had more fun. Like, when I went into this the first time and I died, I was like, oh, my God, that pissed me off. Like, I'm done with this game. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I got to go back into it. I can't just do one. And then I started getting hooked. And I started playing it more. And, uh it's the same thing that happened to me when I, when I was doing Hades. You know, it was like, oh, sucks. And then I, I just went through and played. But I, I haven't beaten this one yet. Um, I When I have more time, I, I plan to go back and do that for sure. But, yeah, this game exceeded my expectations. Now I know why people were clamoring for, for the other physicals. And, like, I understand now the hype behind this. Because this is one of those that, like... I wasn't sure about signing, and now I'm so glad we did. And I'm especially after seeing the art. Now it complements the game so well. Like, yeah, this is just an awesome game and well deserving.
0: And and by the way, you mentioned you died a lot. Um, the assassin, I want to say that's the one where the bonus a special ability heals you. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I
2: was the berserker. So <laughs> I've been the yeah, wizard. Heard, so.
0: Yeah, so I had and the one character I have not unlocked is the assassin. So I haven't confirmed yet, but it is. Um, I've I've been talking with the developer, so it's kind of I work hand in hand with the developer to create these manuals too. That's the coolest thing. It's so <laughs> awesome. Like I'm not just randomly creating strategies. Like I'm working with the people that are making these games. It's wild. Um, one thing we mentioned last week, uh, but I want to reiterate it. When you mentioned the um the uh, the art items. I was very surprised, and JP, because I want to hear your thoughts on it. That um, Paul's slipcase mm-hmm. was for Demon's Tear was actually real people. Yeah, I, I read it's that. And to the point. Like, wow, and it's almost to the point now where it's like, do I ask just to do the the unveiled versions? Because you have the ones where we we kind of covered up the cleavage because we were worried about the ESRB, because they were worried about the ESRB with the the retail um but like i mean it's like a layer i could click off and then you can see the cleavage but that that's how those models that he went off of their cosplayers that's how they cosplay Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like now that's not how they cosplay even though it's them it's literally drawn off of those three girls all three girls are off of real girls that cosplay yeah they're they're geeking out about it they're posting everything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's great though. I mean, I love, I love
1: like that piece. It's just, I had no idea where, in, where his inspiration came from. I thought he literally just, you know, looked at the game and was like, okay, I'm going to make my take. And then when he explained it in his post, I'm like, wow, that's like something that needs to be known. Like it has to be shared somewhere. Because... What?
0: He didn't tell us. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, now I, still, I still now think, we think need like, an like, Hey, slipcover. can we, can we have Paul with us? And then we have those girls be with us at our <laughs> premium edition table at conventions and be like, all right. <laughs> I cosplay of, as the character. Yeah. As the character that they're on the cover for, and then they can sign the covers. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> now we're now we're breaking the, the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. Craziness. But but yeah, like that is so wild. Like Paul needs to let us know those things.
2: It's mm-hmm. so cool.
0: Yeah, so
1: now I, I get did. the question to the community is, should this get a physical? I'm just kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> that's why we're also
0: not going to say if we love it, because we have to sign the game. So we love it. Yeah. of course. Yeah. Of course. I mean,
1: that's, that's the thing you're going to know is that we're not just signing games to fill up um, a slot, like because we go so slow. And even when we're not going to be going slow in, you know, in a few years from now, which is the goal, every game that we sign, we are going to love because we, these are games that we would buy. These aren't games that's like, Oh, you know, developer x said yes they, they would do a physical it's like great it's another game we could just put out like that's not the purpose of our company and it never i mean as far as i know it's never going to be because we want to be passionate about the games that we're doing so if you see us doing demons tier plus it's because we love the game we love you know the people behind it we love everything about it that makes it fun to play um
0: and it's i think like that- hundreds if not thousands of hours for all the aspects for one release We are not going to be putting in that type of time (laughs) if we don't love the game. Like, I mean, we could do it, you know, half cocked and just, you know, put out a game, but that's not our style.
1: No, no, and and we're too proud to put out something that we are not proud of.
0: Yeah, Barry releases.
1: (laughs) Hey,
2: hey, I I never said (laughs) there would be crap games. Like, you know, you could pop it in, and suddenly you get like, I don't know, Family Come Detective Club or. You know, stuff JP like would that. not want to promote that at all,
0: Barry. Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> I, you know, you instantly were like, Barry Bonas are going to be like crappy games. No, I want to put good <laughs> games there. I'm just, my, my whole point and, and JP, the reason that even came up is Jeff was talking about how with the book, it was really difficult sometimes when there's multiple games on a card because you can't really, you know, you have to figure it out. And I said, oh, let's make it more difficult. That was where it stemmed from. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like that's what we should do. Like demons tier. Oh. How, how cool would demons tier plus with a bonus of gauntlet? I mean, come on, that'd be awesome. That would be cool. No, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I want everybody in Discord to tell Jeff that he's wrong there.
0: <laughs> I, they can, because I would prefer just doing
2: a individual release of gauntlet and giving it a slimline. <laughs> yeah, that that would be awesome. If I don't even know who owns the rights to them anymore now that Midway's gone.
0: Yeah, or I'm just Warner saying. Bones. Like I would.
2: <laughs> I would go down the rabbit hole and find
0: artists and everything. Like, it would be awesome. Like I wouldn't want any kind of good game to not get its stay in the, the limelight. That's where I was like, yeah, terrible idea, Bear. All
2: right. Next. up. <laughs> you know, we could take some of these games that are pitched that we just don't feel are deserving of their own physical. And like, they're like cheap, you know, dollar 99 games or something. We could throw them on there. I'm sure the developers would love that. <laughs> That's why I didn't mention <laughs> I'm
0: sure be, making, me. it. I'm sure they would love us taking. We don't like your game, but we'll throw it for free you know on
1: something and yeah. not
0: talk about it and
1: give it away. That's when we do our in-house development games
2: as the bonus. <laughs> that way
1: we're not insulting anybody but ourselves.
2: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Premium <laughs> edition originals. <laughs> That's
0: actually the five-year plan that we will be developing. There you go. I think that's about it for the main thing of the episode. I think, should we wait till next week or do a separate episode to talk about E3 and Nintendo? Because that's yeah that's be another hour or two, and I think Barry has I think Barry's in-laws over by now. They want to oh, eat. Oh yeah, I've already got the
2: text that you know food's here. Are you coming up? <laughs>
1: yeah, so. then, he, then he got the text that said, food's gone. Where were you? It's gone. <laughs> you missed it.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I
0: think we could talk E3 next week. Um, and what was the game that we're covering? I
2: think we're gonna do. Uh, Is it worth a physical? Right. Yeah. Is no, yes. it worth a physical game? JP, What's which it? one?
1: Oh, I we're going to be playing Silver Falls
0: episode prelude i believe oh. is the name of it i'm and gonna and just, that's uh, simply because i want more time with robot name fight um yeah, i'm still right. yeah. the glitch so i can i'm getting really far
2: so yes. <laughs> <The> Robot <laughs> Fight will be the following episode after that yes still within yes. the pre-order window
0: i still haven't told the developer about my glitch because i don't want him to fix it so i wanted to get <laughs> <the physical. laughs> it's so much better this way and i'm gonna put it in the strategy guide for sure not put it, I did not put it in the manual. My strategy, because I did not want him to know that I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where if like Matt ever listens to the full podcast at the end, he'll hear. It, be like, wait, what glitch? What what? Like, yeah, there's something that I'm using. Exploiting. Maybe he <laughs> left it in there on purpose. But if he didn't, I don't want him to fix it. <laughs> I'm testing my left and right limits because I've been going a long time on one run now. I'm very far. Like oh. Very, well yeah i've beaten I, a lot of bosses i think
1: frank just beat the uh, mega beast and he posted oh, oh, nice i have not gotten that far yet.
0: i just fought a yeah. giant dragon yesterday um yeah it was a big old dragon i had to keep like jumping over and hovering and then i finally got the run and i think i know where there's a way to exploit some stuff so i got the <laughs> run i'm gonna try to mess around and not die good luck yeah, I still yes. don't have much life. Like it's slivers of life. It's crazy. May
2: the force be with
0: you. <laughs> be with you.
2: <laughs>
1: but if you do want to learn more about Robot Name Fight, you should head on over to YouTube where Barry's interview with the developer is up. It's been up for about a week or so now, and it's it's about twenty minutes, and he Matt goes into a lot about the the inspiration, what he's working on. Yeah. Um, it, it was a great interview. So if you are loving Robot Name Fight and you want to just learn more about it come here firsthand from the
0: developer. So not only do we have the written interview on the website, right? But we also have a video, right? Yep. Um, yep. And then we have two written interviews coming up for demons tier plus that I need to like create a page for. Um, Cause I add a lot of pictures and fun stuff to them. Nice. And do a lot of highlighting. Cause right now I get just text, but I like it to like pop with bolds and things. So everybody can read it nice and fun. Um, there's our, to creation art to everything that I do. It's
2: crazy. Yeah. So if you're you're listening to this and Demon's Tear is one of those games that you're really excited about, definitely look forward to those interviews because you get some cool behind the scenes stuff right from the developer and the porter. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's awesome, and that's the thing. Like, like, um, Cowcat isn't the developer of the game, but they're working on the code by porting it over, so they're still like got so much knowledge, which is interesting. So. Yeah, it's a it's a different beast because it, it like Demon's Tear was done by the developer. Demon's Tear Plus, the plus was actually Cowcat added some stuff too. Pretty
2: cool. Nice. Pretty That's cool. the version we're giving you. <laughs> yeah, and every one of
0: our games so far has unique things, which is great. It's like something that we mentioned last week that JP didn't uh, market from uh, Pigeon Dev, which was interesting that you didn't. And talking about that, our physical has an exclusive soundtrack. That is true, yes, yes. On the cartridge. That's different than the digital. And it's a different, like, If people own the digital, our version is different. And we mentioned the patches on Super Blood Hockey that um, we have, like, yep. less... Like, there were some glitches that were patched. Mm-hmm. Um, going forward, we should have some premium edition intros on stuff, either whether it be our text or our, our little jingle, if they'll add it, or if they can't add it. It depends on how their intros go for their games. Yeah. So we're going to have that. Um, it's it's cool to see like exactly what we're able to uh, convince the developers to add. We want more stuff, everyone. Yep.
1: It's going to be fun <laughs> to see our uh, logo in the game.
0: Oh, yeah. All of the <laughs> things. things. <laughs> all of the things.
2: All right. right we all so got to go <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so let's go. We, where, where can we find you, JP? Let's go you first.
1: Sure. So you can find me at jpswitchmania.com for all your weekly released news. I do a weekly post of with links of all the games coming out or going to be up or out of pre-order. Uh, also on Twitter, JP JPSwitchmania, that's where I live. So I do about 300 posts a day, no exaggeration. Uh, so if you want to be kept up in the loop, you know, live, that's where you got to be. Um, and then, of course, uh, on the Premium Edition number one on Twitter, that's the handle because that's where I am as well. So come hang out with us and uh, let's enjoy the Switch.
2: Very. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so you could find me on the Twitter uh, at Hawk Hellfire. I do not post nearly as much as JP does. And a uh, word of warning don't put notifications on for JP <laughs> because your phone battery will die. Um, you can also sure. find me on Facebook and on YouTube at Nintendo Fuse. You could always find me on the Premium Edition Games Discord, so come hang out, as well as our support in email if you ever need any assistance. Jeff?
0: Uh, you can typically find me banging my head against the wall. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm at premiumeditiongames.com uh, is where I'm posting everything. We've even cross-loaded the Higgins Alley books over there now, too. Um, when I say banging my head against the wall, because I'm still going back and forth with Kickstarter to get the Mortal Kombat book uh, unhidden sale. So, pretty fun. Um, we got to wait like another 10 days, maybe. It'll be cool.
2: <laughs>
0: Honestly, like... It'll be up on pre edition games if Kickstarter doesn't open it up because yeah. It'll be fun. Nice. Um but I'm available on Facebook and the Twitter at Hagen's Alley and at Hagen's Alley Books on Instagram. Um so anyways, uh, we appreciate everybody that's taking the time to listen to us. Also thanks to everybody who's, you know, pre ordered series three, getting either
2: series. Either, three. You mean series two.
0: Yeah. Getting the Before for these you go, three.
1: You let everybody know the pre order window and available quantities. Yeah. There's like
0: three games left of yeah. both. <laughs> um, and the
2: window is time meow. <laughs> sounds time good meow.
1: to me. That sounds pretty accurate.
2: Yeah, right, so um, the window closes right. July 15th. And uh we have very limited quantities of the Robo Name Fight and the Demon's Tear Plus Retro and the, the Deluxe for. Robot name fight. So grab those uh, if you're interested, because they will be gone very soon. And remember, the premium editions are open pre-order. And if you want that awesome, awesome slipcase, uh, pre-order. Yeah, we're we're definitely getting
0: lower, and our sales have been extremely consistent, which is amazing. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh darn it. <laughs> <laughs>